Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, class. Welcome, peeps. We've got another session. <laughs> Episode 65. We're in here. Yeah. Otland speaking. Could be on the mic as well. Yeah. Um, we're back at it again. You already know the routine. Um, today's topic was something that just came up through, I guess, I think it's always going to come up. Right, right. Because I think as women, the young women after you, younger than you, it's like they have a journey. And I think a lot of the times you don't really reflect on your journey as a young woman right. or your journey to womanhood um, until you kind of see similarities with like the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, your generation didn't have much information or there were like gaps Right. But it hasn't improved. There's I think still it's, gaps. Mm-hmm. I think it's partially related to it I feel like it's a little bit better with the generation to come because uh like they're communicating better with their parents. Yeah. Or having like a better kind of relationship mm-hmm. where some of those gaps can be mended. Yeah. But like for our generation with like very similar backgrounds Mm -hmm. there are definite gaps sexually yep and that's the topic for today it's sexual health yeah and yeah like um kiv said it would be related for us would be related to our cultural upbringing but i think sexual health sexual education in general is just lacking across the board yeah um And yeah, in the Western world and in North America, you get some education in terms of school, Mm -hmm. but it's still misleading and there's a lot of information that, one, you don't really need to know, and then there are things I think that should be included that never have been, regardless of being, like, growing up here, whereas obviously we know people who don't even have access to school have an even more backwards idea of, Mm -hmm. like, sexual health sexual education, sexual identity. I think the first thing that I think of when I think of sexual health is the relationship that you have with your body. Yeah. Because, like, from a young girl, a lot of what I know I was taught was to deny what I seen, felt, dot, dot, dot. Like, Mm -hmm. anything about my body was just not supposed to be discovered. Mm -hmm. It was just supposed to be there. And I was supposed to ignore, like, the Not curiosity, it. but yeah. it's in TV shows and it's in things that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And we're all kids growing up, like, I'm sure you've seen something that you were like, that's inappropriate, you don't understand, or but you were told, like, no one's supposed to touch you there, but not why and what right. there is, the name of it. There's so many names to call it, mm-hmm. but it's like, I think as women, you do have to discover, like, your vagina. And, like, what it means to have one. Right. Because I'm sure men have their own version, but, like, as women, you just realize, like, I guess maybe because we're, like, gonna be 30? (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm coming into a woman who is comfortable with her vagina now. Right. But there were so many moments where I really wasn't, but I put myself in situations that I just didn't know I needed to know that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this information or I needed to be more self-aware or more in tune with my body or accept my body to be in a better or to have a better like um relationship with my vagina Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's like, it's weird. Yeah, I, I uh, agree with you on many points. I think when we're talking about the relationship that we have with our own vagina and what we weren't taught, like, you just know the basics, the yeah. survival tactics, you know, how to keep it clean, what signs to look for when there are issues, but mm-hmm. even like with menstruation. Yeah. And your adolescent we, years. You yeah. know, and it's like, I don't distinctly remember me sitting down with my mom and having that conversation. I remember mm-hmm. learning it in school, but like even the products, how to use them. And you have to come into your own. Well, I did. Mm -hmm. I had Mm -hmm. to. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And even with now that we're on the topic of menstruation, like everything that comes with that, not only the physical act and and feminine hygiene and products, but like hormones and everything that comes attached to that, how your body is now developing to resemble an older woman, maybe... You had your period pretty early, mm-hmm. but you didn't have that conversation with, you know, how your body's going to change and what that may look like or how yeah. you're going to be perceived and things of that nature, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's not just when, like, when you go through puberty as a female, it's not just your menstrual cycle that starts because some people it can be later. Yeah. And that could even make them feel weird. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't got mine yet. So you're not even taught that you are unique. Regardless, like, all vaginas are not the same. Facts. Like, they are not. And your body is also unique. Your process is unique. Like, your puberty stage means that your hips are going to get rounder. You're going to fill out more. Mm -hmm. Your chest is going to be different. Every girl's different. Some girls are going to have breasts, which that was me. And some girls, they didn't get much boobs. Mm -hmm. But it's like, also, you do realize, like, guys are going through puberty but it's not the same and you become more private and you also like gross out about what's happening with your body like I Mm -hmm. remember my first period my sister-in-law was there and she explained it to me because of course I heard about it in the class but I still was going about my days and I peed and I wiped and I saw blood and I was like I didn't even think about the class where I learned it Because it wasn't like anybody said, hey, you're 11 now, so keep a lookout or have an emergency, uh, like, pads in your Mm -hmm. backpack because you're around the age where it could possibly come. And then I was happy that it was a weekend and I was at home and I was in the downstairs washroom and I remember I was screaming. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was like, something's wrong with me, freaking out. And then she explained to me, but (sighs) the product that I, that she had, because she was like, like 11 years older than me at the time so she was grown and she used tampons right and so she showed me with the tampon and my mom being caribbean and (laughs) one not having the conversation with me but her reaction to learning that i had it and then also learning that that's what i was using right she was like more upset that i was using tampons and not pads because she felt like it was inappropriate right But it's like, because she never used them. Right. You know? So it's like her lack of knowledge of even how to use it and what it really is. Even how it looked. Just the idea of like, oh, you put something up there. Was like more of a big deal than like, the conversation still didn't happen. Right, right, right. It was like, oh, she did it. She told you about it. Like, I'll buy you pads now, Mm -hmm. I guess. 
when I buy mine, but like she, we still didn't talk about it. Right, right. And right. then I feel like after you go through the maturity period, like obviously as girls, we talk about it and you know what other girls are going through or if you need a pad, it's in the female washroom. You never knew what that machine was for. for but you can cents. distinctly know that it's been in most if washrooms. You, that's your yeah. emergency if you needed one. Yeah. Right, and you've got a pad disposable area and it's like men boys they have no idea Mm -hmm. that that's a part of your world and I think it just makes you feel so I think that's when you kind of go inward as a female Mm -hmm. and you become more private you're told to like dispose of it discreetly make sure you depending on your upbringing but I was told to wash out my underwear when I took a shower right so if you had any like spillage you know, or also going through the spillage moments as a kid and feeling embarrassed if you go to cousin sleepovers, you're like, oh my god, and you're still learning. But knowing that those moments are okay, you know what I yes. mean? because you can't be no one perfect in how to use products you were never taught on really how to use. Yeah. Plus, your body is different. Every woman's body's different, so they we all have a standard pad size. Mm-hmm. How would that fit for each woman? It doesn't. Yeah. You know, so the flow. Very Even different. the flow mm-hmm. or, or the symptoms that come along with that. Like yep. some of us are going to be moody. Some of us are going to be eating off a of pizza that I was that type that made sure I mm-hmm. ate. You know what I mean? Like I had hair in there cramping, but there were mm-hmm. some who were in like excruciating pain. pain. Yeah. Or you they know? barfed. I feel like I would get like hot. Your, your body temperature changes, acne. Mm-hmm. It was just an annoying period. And like... Or just super sensitive and, like, highly emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just different from the norm and, like, having to grow up and figure out yourself while going through this. Yeah. You know? Because you have to factor in that although for most women around the age 10, 11, 12 is when you would get it. Yeah. Some have gotten it earlier, but some have also been assaulted prior to that point. Right. And didn't understand their bodies or anything. And now you're going through a process that wasn't explained to you. Mm-hmm. You may already have a negative relationship with your vagina or your genitals. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't even pay attention to my vagina until I got my period. Pretty really. much. Like, really. Yeah. And then it's also, like, aside from your the start of your period, I feel like because you're going through that maturity, your boobs, you get more attention from not even just boys, it's men, it's people older than you, you're grossed out, you're like, what is happening? They're looking at me differently, and things like that. And then they're also, that ties into now sex. Right. And again, some people, unfortunately, have been broken into that world in an inappropriate way. Right. um, Prematurely. And then, but the conversation never happened. Right, right, right. With the parent, guardian, anybody, to explain your sexual self, Mm -hmm. your vagina. They just said, should it be touched and that's about it or you know you know you have a period you know that you're getting male attention um I feel like most young women don't even really understand the concept of contraception and like right conceiving right right now that you are menstruating what it truly like Mm -hmm. biologically means and it's kind of messed up it really is because the only conversation that I can remember in terms of contraception uh contraceptives are like okay if you are gonna do it make sure you're using condoms but like don't have sex period if you don't have sex you wouldn't need protection you won't have a baby baby. 
nothing bad will happen. You know, and it was just really unrealistic to a girl going through her own body changes and like being viewed by society in a different way or like you know having a crush and this crush is liking you back Mm -hmm. and you guys are having conversations outside of homework you know what i mean (laughs) and now we're sitting here like nobody like him yeah you know and it's like what do you mean like because it's also hormones yeah like the reason why you now menstruating at this age is because your hormones are activated there's those hormones are activated shifted and they're going through the process that happens now until you hit menopause for the rest of how many years right this is your now process but your hormones you know your pheromones the the you being in a fertile state, your cycle means something. Right. Because you're fertile. You're able to conceive. So it's a natural process. So yeah, people are going to be attracted to you in that time because there is a biological aspect to it. And it isn't appropriate for an older individual to look at you in that way. And Mm -hmm. they shouldn't touch you, but also know what's consent and what is a possible scenario that you can be in. Because the age that you're 11, there are other women ahead of you who've gone through that. This has right. been from the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like no one educates you. They make you seem like, I mean, they make it seem like when it comes to like um, a sexual predator, it's when you're walking home alone. Right. Sure, the odds are more likely that if you're but walking. But they also don't discuss, well, here's mm-hmm. the thing. They would discuss at home. I was told like, okay, you can't wear like, booty shorts in the house when there are like adult even male, even a older fa- cousin older male cousins Males. in the home in mm-hmm. the home you're not supposed to and then you that's s- a little girl you don't really sit down and think like okay but that's my cousin so like what's the issue yeah but it's like no it can be a family member mm-hmm. and i think it sucks that you're kind of inadvertently taught that but not explained and yeah it's like you're constantly being told to like repress mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. Keep your legs crossed and keep your energy withdrawn and inward. Like, try to, like, um, dull down the femininity that is you. Right. Right. And that naturally comes out and it's not explained what's healthy about it mm-hmm. and how you're supposed to navigate that. Because I think every woman can put their hand up and say that they've got unwanted attention from somebody. Right. From various ages, even as a young person, and intuitively knowing it wasn't appropriate, Mm -hmm. you don't know how to navigate through that. Because you're not seeing yourself as a sexual being, you're not seeing yourself as something that's desirable, because you have your own self-image, negative shit going through your head, as you're trying to figure it out as a kid, like... Why am I bleeding? What's going on? This guy wants to kiss me, doesn't know that this is going on. I'm insecure now. It's like you go through a change in a stage where, like, you don't, you're not even a part of your body. I feel like you're supposed to come back to it. Right. Because, of course, you have gaps. You weren't given a foundation to really know and discover, like, your sexual self and your feminine self. And I feel like, unfortunately, it leaves the feminine energy just, like, vulnerable all the time. Or there's a lot of, like, negative connotations in my brain when, mm-hmm. we're, when we're talking about femininity. Because it's like, yeah, of course I'm going to want to hide it if there are instances that I can always replay in my mind of getting that unwanted attention, you know? Yeah. But, like, also not having 
anyone to really talk to because yeah it's happening like my me and my girlfriends were all talking about the same yeah. thing we we've, we've all experienced it and but, that's if that's the vibe right you could be in a group setting and still not share right certain things and then be be shocked mm-hmm. at what some people have experienced and I think that's what it is like I've always said I wanted a boy first it's just because I wanted to bypass the conversations I know a female needed mm. I think just because that's because I still had questions right so I always felt like I wouldn't be ready to have a girl but I feel like now I want to only because I would want to have the conversations I didn't get. Right. And, like, at least set a proper, you know, even to have open conversation. I think nobody really knows. There are some women who are in their 60s who are still discovering who they are as as a feminine. But it's like, I don't know. I would just want to give them more than what I got because I feel like starting from zero and figuring out as you go it's just it's always better to just have an idea of how it may go right you know like and I also think it's sad but it's like a lot of the time like women in general no matter where you are in the world we are faced with a lot of abuse negative energy too it's supposed to be beautiful I feel like it's sad when it's like Women can't celebrate their own vagina, Mm -hmm. but I know what it feels like not to. Mm -hmm. But now that I am there, it sucks because it it takes years to be able to fully accept one your body, Mm -hmm. but two your vagina, especially if there's already like images that it's supposed to look a certain way and you're supposed to like feel pleasure and identify pleasure in a specific way to that area Mm -hmm. when it's like no some people feel pain all their life down there sexual trauma or not like that's just their makeup but it's like if you're looking at images where it's like oh it's always good and it's always wet and it's always great each time it's like that's not reality and and it's it's really messed up because now that you weren't really exposed to how to talk about that, you know, yeah. the hormones and, and everything that comes with growing up and being an adult, but now it's like, you're having sex, mm-hmm. but you, thrown in there. you know, you're having sex now, mm-hmm. but you weren't, um, really taught to how to speak up for yourself because yeah. you couldn't speak up for your own vagina because you didn't know mm-hmm. you didn't have a safe space to discuss that. Yep. And now you're having these, um, soul ties, mm-hmm. even if not, cause you know, when you're growing up, you don't really know the magnitude of what sex is. You just know that it's like publicized and put out there yeah. and everybody's doing it and it's fun and it makes you an adult or it makes you whatever. Yeah. The reason of why you did it in the first place mm-hmm. and it's like it's really messed up because now we're introducing instances that we're gonna need to heal from yeah. and I feel like it could have been avoided mm-hmm. if we had the conversation prior yeah you know what I mean like the percentages would be so different yeah because it's like we are literally taught to neglect our own vagina mm-hmm. for pleasure purposes and then once you once you start having sex without the conversations then you're doing it now and you're thinking well this is it this is what this is how it goes like I guess if you're with somebody who isn't 
um, knowledgeable on how to please a woman mm-hmm. or that dynamic isn't present, then you're just going to go with whatever is happening and most likely your vagina is being neglected and you don't have the voice because you never spoke from that place of confidence as a woman in your body and yourself to then voice like what your vagina needs Mm. it sucks where it's like if you i'm sure most women can look back to moments where they were like that didn't feel good for me and i didn't voice it um i just kind of let it be and it's like you only have one and it should be good because it's like the natural feelings that start from you were young like there's I feel like there should never be shame around masturbation because it is a natural body response. Yeah. And, like, that conversation isn't had, but I'm sure you've heard that it's wrong in some way, even if you didn't hear that flat well, out. If you're, yeah, if you're taught to neglect, you're probably not taught about self-pleasing, right? Yeah, which I get it because it's a kid and it's inappropriate and uh, it's an awkward conversation. Like, I I think now getting older, I realize, like, if I had a kid right now, and I'm still trying to figure out my shit, then that's what a parent is. It's just an adult version of a kid trying to figure it out. Right. There's a kid. So I can understand why those conversations are awkward, but I feel like once you're a parent, you're signing up for those moments Mm -hmm. because there's a guidance. Mm. And this aspect of, like, sexual education and stuff like that, I think everybody lacks because it's just easier to not talk about it and it sucks because most people like have lost their virginity due to like the fear of missing out right because everyone else is doing it right and then now they have shitty now they're just rolling with the punches yeah and it's not even really like a thing where what talk about my needs and wants but i know for me a lot of my sexual education came from practice. Right. But also being comfortable with, you know, partners and building that. Mm. But also, I would say with myself more, of course. Right. Just because the more confident I feel in my body, the better the outcome regardless. Like, what you're wearing. Not even sexual in terms of sex, like the act of intercourse, mm-hmm. but like just sexual energy. Like, knowing how to utilize it for yourself to make yourself feel good. Right, And acknowledge that you are a sexual being and there's sensual parts about who you are and the way you express yourself. And certain outfits look sexy. They just do. It's sexier to wear certain things. But it's also for you. And if somebody sees that and they have, you know, they project their negative energy towards it like Mm -hmm. whatever they're feeling yeah I feel like you shouldn't feel shame for wanting to like be in that energy and being sexy and that's what is also is the vagina neglect but it's also the feminine energy in general Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to suppress and it's why like you can't be too sexy but then you can't be too dab and drab because that's not cute right so it's like what do you want from me and I feel like every (laughs) woman has to learn how to navigate their feminine sensual sexual energy because Mm -hmm. it's so easy to be like stifled and just morph to like men's vision of it when it shouldn't be because they don't even get it yeah 
Like, like they don't have never... the vagina. Yeah. So I just have a really hard time with everything be being yeah. geared towards a per like a persona mm-hmm. of people that don't Couldn't will never will never understand. Level. Yeah what you actually go power. through, you mm-hmm. know? And I think through my through my healing process, I just want to forgive myself for the negative things that I've taught myself mm-hmm. through having to learn my own sexual education. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that's in, embodied under that umbrella, like, it's not just intercourse, yep. but it's, it's self-love, self-healing, like, speaking up for yourself, like, mm-hmm. knowing when to say no, knowing when a boundary was crossed and how to handle that, you know? Yep. Or providing a safe space for you to be central with yourself, in your sexual energy and being okay with that and not really giving a hoot mm-hmm. about what anybody else says because we are individual and mm-hmm. unique with mm-hmm. our own individual unique vagina. So you have to be able to express that yeah. however you see fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because your vagina is tied to your heart mm-hmm. as a woman. And so the trauma you suffer in either area can it will affect it. And I feel like it's also is the center of your feminine energy, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of what you can manifest is through there. And I just think it sucks that most of our start in life isn't from a place of positivity right. or like groundedness in that energy and the knowledge of like, um, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why I just, I think having two nieces, seeing them now be like young women has really shown me like, I used to babysit them, you know, they were into their princess stuff, but it wasn't really that deep. Right. Like to me, it's like, oh, they love princesses and whatever. And then it's like, oh my God, they have their period now. Oh my God. They're, they have little boyfriends. Like, when they're seven and they have a kid in kindergarten, they're, like, or something. Mm-hmm. It's different. But when they're 13, 14, it's like, oh, shoot. This they, is a real crush, a you know? Buffer. Yeah. And, yeah, they have their mom to teach them and guide them. But I think just having younger women around you, I know Gen Z hasn't gotten any more education or another level of it, even right. though right. we're... How many years apart? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's it's so interesting to me to just see that there hasn't been much change. There hasn't been much education and focus on sexual health. And mm-hmm. I mean, to like, we're all still paying for pads, right? Right. So, or we're being taxed for them. Right. And I think it just sucks because like... No, we're not being taxed anymore. Oh, we're not? No, we're no longer being taxed. Well, we're still I don't think we it. should pay for it, though. Like... Also, it just, it wasn't designed by a woman. So, I mean, it works. It's needed. It's neater because there are parts of the world where women I've seen where the girl had to sit in a hole for right. the remainder of her period. Because there she didn't no have There are no pain products. medications. There's right. no food to snack on, even though she may feel but that. But there are other parts in the world where you have time off from Mm -hmm. what you're doing, like work. Pay time off for being a woman and menstruating. Yeah. And having that time. Acknowledging that it's all, it's, it's a natural process. Yeah. But like, it also comes with, you know, symptoms that are just 
They don't help you get through the day during that time. And are unexpected long. because yeah. although, yeah, you're expecting it monthly, like each one is different. Mm-hmm. None of them do go the same. For it's the... literally like a monthly like illness. <laughs> Almost. Like, <laughs> no, but it is like you should get no, but it time is, off. Though. You, you should. Because everything's off. Your day is messed up. You're yeah. more snippy and snappy dealing with people. You don't want to be dealing with people. You are bleeding from your vagina and it hurts. Like you're over the day. Right. And I think that's where it's like men will never get it, but they're also not trying to. Mm. Like the videos I see on TikTok of people putting men putting tampons in the water bottle and then being like, oh my God, that's how it worked. It's like, how did you think? Yeah. It was if, taken care of. You just think oh, it's it's not something with. I have to deal with. Yeah. So like, let's not talk about it. But mm-hmm. like, for those men who have daughters and are active in like mm-hmm. how that works, like thumbs up to you. Yeah. Because you're actually taking the time. But for those who were just you know the mass mm-hmm. majority who didn't really have to deal with it because mm. they have a penis, it's yeah. real out here. Each one teach one, and I think. The messed up thing is that a lot of the times, even for most women, they didn't have the conversation and then they don't have it continuing. They don't change the pattern. Right. Because they don't know how to because it's awkward. You know, even though they may be a grown woman who've had more than one relationship, sexual relationship or experience, you have kids, so you know what goes down. Mm -hmm. And you're still not able to confidently and effectively, like, educate your the young women around you about it right I think for me that's very significant because it's hard energy to navigate through and trauma comes to that energy very easily and like it's common like we know we're aware that to this day that women are still being attacked and not even physically or sexually, like verbally mm-hmm. regarding their vagina or their sexual energy or how it should be. And it just doesn't make any sense. Right. And I think, yeah, I think that we definitely need to come back to this. But I would love to hear what any of the women out there, what your experience has been like with your sexual health. Mm-hmm. with Or your... what were you taught yeah. growing up? related to your body and menstruation and your masturbation vagina. and your vagina mm-hmm. and everything under that umbrella let us know on our instagram black magic b-l-v-c-k-m-a-g-i-q-u-e and as always new episodes every sunday 11 a.m eastern standard time and uh on that note we're out adios there you have it, episode 65 of It Is What It Is podcast. Kivia speaking here where we did a bit of our sex education, what we were taught, you know, related to our periods, learning about our bodies, um, having sex, you know, masturbation, all that good stuff. And we would really like to hear from our audience, um, you know, what were you taught? as a woman about your vagina and everything under that umbrella comment on our instagram black magic b l v c k m a g i q u e and as always new episodes every sunday 11 a.m eastern standard time